some of the other things that have helped me is kind of like making a really big list of the content that I post and the content that I love. Hi guys, welcome back to the Intentional Dreamer podcast. I am here with Giselle. She's absolutely amazing. And we are going to be talking all about mindset and business today. Giselle, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about you and your business and a little bit more about what we're going to be talking about today? Yes, I would love to. Hey everyone, I am Giselle Allen. I am a business and mindset coach for women coaches. I help women coaches scale their business to six figures and do it in a way that actually feels good for them. Um, unlike a lot of business coaches, I am not a believer in a one size fits all business method. That's just fake and it doesn't exist. So what I do with my clients is I help you figure out a business strategy that actually works for you. And we focus really heavily on the mindset. So all of the fear of failure, um, fear of success, imposter syndrome, like all the crazy stuff that comes up, that comes up and like tries to get in your way of success. We deal with that as well, because that's honestly 80% of the battle is the stuff that you're thinking in your head. So that's a little bit about me and the work that I do. Awesome. I could not agree more. I just recently like, and, and I've always known this, but like, I just recently like dawned on me that it definitely is like at least 80% of the battle because like you, I mean, as a business owner, like you're with yourself every day, like, and sometimes it's like only, or most of the time it's only you, you know, and you, it's so easy to like get caught up in your head and like be weighed down by all of these like doubts and fears. And like, it's crazy because like, I never thought that like fear of success was a thing, but it totally is. And it's like, my friend and I were listening to a Rachel Hollis podcast about like mm -hmm. being, she was afraid to like make a million dollars or something like that. And I'm like, yeah. that's crazy, but it's so true. Like there's so much around your mindset. And if it's not, if you're not like keeping track of your mindset and like, you know, moving forward with it, it can really weigh you down in your business, I think. Totally. I love that you talk about fear of success when it comes to money, because that is a really big one for most of us. Because I think like, most people in entrepreneurship, like we were probably raised with like humble means. And like, when you think of like super wealthy people, there's a lot of negative connotations. So I think it's like really normal for people to subconsciously think like, oh, well, if I get rich. Like, will I fit in with my family and friends? Or like, will I turn into a bad person? Will I become greedy? And so we start like, we start, um, not sacrificing, I can't think of the word I'm trying to say, but we start getting in our own way when it comes to um, making money. And we don't even realize like we are terrified to actually make money because what does that say about us? Will people judge us? It's this weird, crazy thing. It is, that is so true. I didn't realize that that was an issue that I was having like in the past, like six months, I would say until like one of my coaches brought it up and I was like, oh God, yeah, you're totally right. Like I, you know, like growing up with like not a lot of money. And like, I, I felt bad about like moving up in my business because like the people around me weren't really doing that. And like, it's just like, you feel bad about making money and being successful. And like, that is a, it's a serious thing. And like, it's crazy. Cause like, it can totally hold you back too. It's like, Oh, well maybe I should like chill out. Cause I don't want to like, I don't want to make yeah. this much money or whatever. Like, and like you were saying, like, can, will people start to view you differently? Well, you become a bad person, greedy, et cetera. Like I totally think that that's on par with the thought process. 
Yeah, I've done that. You know, that's something that was part of my journey. I would say a lot of last year was really learning that it was okay for me to show up and like be brilliant and like make the money and be successful and that that doesn't hurt anybody else, but it actually helps them to see me like that. Um, because this is something that I think it, you know, for kids who are like smart, which I think a lot of entrepreneurs were like smart growing up and like you, like people tell you like, oh, you don't want to make other people feel bad. Like you're, if you're too smart, if you're doing too well, like you don't want to make other people feel bad. But what you re what you don't realize is that the people around you can be so inspired by you and you're really doing everyone such a, a service if you actually just show up and be brilliant because then they see, oh, that's possible for me too. I didn't realize. Um, I love yeah, that. That's so true because like, okay, so like I, one of my goals is to hit six figures in my business this year. And I came close last year, but it was crazy because I never thought that that was possible. And maybe it was like from my upbringing or maybe it was like the people around me or whatever. And then when I started being more involved in the entrepreneurship community and like, you know, talking to my coaches and stuff like that, like I realized that it was possible and it's just, it's nuts, like the realization and like the, like the aha moment that you reach when you realize it's like not as difficult as it seemed to be, especially if you're doing something that you love. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, what came up for me hearing that was like, people need to realize that you are someone else's inspiration. Like, and you might trigger somebody. I had a, a new client come to me recently and she's like, I'm really triggered by how much you post content. And I'm like, great. Like that means we get to work on that and you get to like learn how to post more content or at least de-trigger yourself around people who show up for their business. Um, right. And it's like, you're going to trigger some people and you're going to um, inspire some people. But both of those things are a gift to that person. Like there's, there's no bad side to, to either of it. Um, but yeah, it's so funny. You think, I think a lot of us make it out to be when it comes to six figures, like it's like this big thing, but it's really not that hard. I think the whole entrepreneurship thing isn't that hard. I think really what's hard is like the mind games that show up for us. I mean, I think that's really the hardest part is that if you can get over yourself and get over the mindsets, then everything else becomes like kind of easy. It just takes some practice. It takes some testing. It takes some experimentation, but like it's none of what we're doing here is rocket science. That's the truth. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I love that you said, get over yourself. Like that's so true. Like get over yourself. And like, I know, like I say in my podcast all the time, like how bad do you want it? Like I literally was just having another conversation with one of my friends the other day about, um, about this. And I was like, you know, if you love it and you want it bad enough, you will make success happen. Even if like you spend a month and you're like, oh, like I'm not taking anything on this month or whatever, but you're still working back end in your business. You're still working. You should still be working every day towards that goal, towards that bigger goal that you have. And like, we're in charge of our own success, you know, which can be no. terrifying, but <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's terrifying. And it's so liberating. Like I wouldn't want it any other way. I think back to being in corporate and like not being in control of my success, which is a lot of the reason why I did this. And I mean, I, I mean, I know for me, it's, it's this really cool thing for me where like, I feel really confident that like, if someone else has done a thing, I can do that thing. Like I can figure it out. And that's really exciting for me because when you're when you're working in corporate, when you're not in real in full control of your destiny, that's not always the case. If someone else did it, it might be because someone liked them more or because like they have this advantage and their manager's good or, and your socks. And so, um, I love the liberation of being an entrepreneur and knowing that if you believe in yourself, this is what I tell people who work with me all the time. Is like, if you believe you can do it, 
you can do it if you're willing and you're willing to work for it. You just have to be hungry to be successful in entrepreneurship. Yes. There's no time for laziness here. There's like no time for like, maybe I'll do it halfway. Um, I just did an interview series and I had this really incredible content gal on. She's like so good at um, writing content. And she, I asked her like what she recommends for like how often you should show up for your people. And she said that her mentor who makes seven figures in her business told her, if you're not willing to show up every day for your people, you don't deserve that success. Like you don't deserve the seven figure business. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I, was like I love oh that. My, but it's kind of true. It's kind of true. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. I mean, like look at people like Gary Vee and like Jenna Kutcher and like, those are just some of the people yeah. that come to mind right away. But like those people are like posting once, even twice to three times a day. And I'm like mind blown. And they like, like Jenna Kutcher manages, I'm sure she has, she does have a team, but like they manage multiple accounts, like her business, her podcast account. I think she might have a personal account too. Like it's crazy. And it's like, and that's another thing too, is like showing up also, I think, um, is all, is also about like delegating when you can, you know, like, like when you feel, and I'm, I'm like, literally like, take your own advice, Holly, like get over yourself because I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I really need to hire someone to help me on my team. But yeah. I think that that's a huge part of it too, because like, we can't do it all on our own. Um, and I think that it's like, it's also, it's not only helpful, but it also helps your mindset to have someone else hold you accountable. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, I can't lay in bed all day today because like I have to get on and talk to my assistant or my, um, social media person or, you know, something like that. Like, I think that, that it really helps in the accountability as well. Totally, totally, totally. I mean, there's so many good pieces of that, that like, I want to, I want to like break apart because right. You talk about like Gary V and Jenna Kutcher and like people like that. It's like, you look at those people and they are showing up every single day. Like nobody who's making real money in their business is not posting every day. Like they're just showing yeah. up once a week or a couple times a week, whenever they feel like it, people are buying from them. Like that doesn't exist. So I don't know. I'm not really sure where this like idea that business is supposed to be easy and like you can just go with the flow. It's like, maybe you're going with the flow some, but like you've got to have some structures in place and you've got to flow enough that you can post every day. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but I totally agree about delegation. I'm a huge delegator. I am a woman who needs a lot of support because I do not have that much energy in the day. Like I, it's, I can work full days. It's really hard for me. So I do a lot of delegation, a lot of like maximizing my time, my business. I need that in my life. Teach me your ways. <laughs> <laughs> my ways are, I just do it. I just, well, <laughs> you know, for me, um, and I think this is a problem that most people have around delegation and like hiring your first VA and stuff like that. Cause I think that's the biggest hurdle for most people is hiring your first VA. I have, right now I have a VA and I have an OVM. Um, and I think what most people think of is they're like, oh, I don't want to spend like 300 a month. Cause like, that's really like, if most people start around 10 hours a month, they, they spend around 300. They're like, I don't have that 300. For me, when I hired my first VA, I hired um, that person because I wanted them to help me generate more money. And so I put them only on money generating activities so that it made sense to me. I was like, I, I was at a point in my business, and I think a lot of people get here. I was just talking to um, a potential new client about this yesterday where she was like, yeah, I'm, I can't make more money. I don't have enough time. And I was like, you have to give in and hire a team member. Like you're just stuck if you yep. don't do that. Yep. Uh, 
And so if anyone's out there and you're like, I need a VA or like, it would be helpful. Just like, think about how much how much time, or sorry, how much money your time costs. So like, how much do you, how much is your hourly rate? Now consider a VA is anywhere between 15 and $35 an hour. Like if you, are you, how much money are you actually losing by being the person who does the things? Probably a lot. That's the truth. Probably yeah, a lot. 100%. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think time, like 100% time is money. Like I'm such a proponent of that. And I constantly like, one of my biggest pet peeves is like people wasting my time. <laughs> like, <I laughs> oh my God, so you're pissed. all of us. Yeah. <laughs> so I couldn't I, agree more. Time is money. And like though these, and those people, and again, I need to practice what I preach. Like literally I'm going to go post, like I need a VA after our podcast call. But like. <laughs> well, because, like, okay, like. I love that, like you said, like we hate when, like you hate when people waste waste your time because I think all of us hate that, and also all of us waste so much of our time yes. by doing stuff that we're not supposed to be doing. It's like, am I wasting my time right now? That's what I spend so much time on with my clients. It's like, are you doing money making activities right now? What is not a money making activity? How can someone else do it? Like, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna hire a second VA in the next month or two because, like that's how much like I just need to get like non money generating activities out of my business. Like it just does yeah. not it make any sense. Yeah. I could not agree more. I love that. Um, so yeah, tell me, so tell me more about, so going back to like our pot, our podcast points, like tell me more about like your money mindset. And like, I know that you had mentioned like talking about charging your worth and owning your rates and stuff like that. Um, I love to hear a little bit about that. Yes. Oh my God. There's so many things around money mindset, charging your worth, um, owning your rates. And this is a, such a huge thing for most entrepreneurs, right? Because most, I think a lot of the times we're, we're spending our time charging what we think people will pay and not what we're actually worth. But here's the thing. And we're really scared to charge higher rates. That's, a, that's the other part too, because we're like, oh, I'm not going to get as many people. Well, the great thing is, is that when you charge higher rates, you don't need as many people. So you're actually making your business model simpler if you are charging higher rates. And the truth is, is that for most of us, what we do is so, so valuable and also so, so intangible. But like, if you are good at what you do and you genuinely believe that, not like, I know there are times when we're all in the crazy space, right? And we're like, am I actually good? I don't know. Should I just give up? <laughs> like, that's where we all, we all are times. But like, when you're actually being truthful for your, to yourself and you're recognizing what I do is valuable, not only is what you do valuable, but it's something that I cannot do. Like, I cannot design anything to save my life. I will happily pay someone who is incredible to do it if they're going to produce something great for me. And if someone's not willing to pay what, you, what you're worth, they are not your ideal client. That's the truth. Um, it's just so true. <laughs> so um, true. Uh, you guys can't see it, but I got little mini applause hands there. It's just so, so <laughs> true. And, um, you know... The biggest thing about charging rates that are reasonable and that actually you can live off of, number one, I'm a big fan of charging rates that you can actually live off of because I think a lot of people, and again, in entrepreneurship, they're not doing that and they're struggling. And it's like, that is crazy town. Like you cannot, you cannot be an entrepreneur and be struggling. Like you need yep. to be able to support yourself. Um, and, but the biggest thing is really believing in the value of your work because if you believe in the value of your work then you can communicate it to people when you're selling and if you communicate it when you're selling then they're going to buy it for you and so you just really have to work on like just believing it and just like saying it till you believe it and just like 
doing the, doing like the actual mindset work of like catching yourself when you're thinking I'm not worth it, or this isn't, this is too high or blah, blah, blah. Like catch those thoughts, mark them as unhelpful and then reframe them. Tell yourself the good stuff until you remember it, because that's, that's really what it takes is sometimes you have to brainwash yourself for the good. We're so used to just like brainwashing ourselves for the worst that we don't really <laughs> the opposite as well. Yes. I love that. Brainwash yourself for the good. Um, I'm totally going to pull <laughs> that quote and tag you in it for the podcast. I love that. <laughs> um, I think that's so true though, because we do spend a lot of time in a negative headspace or a negative um, like thought pattern. Um, and mm -hmm. I totally think that that contributes back into like that money mindset. It contributes back into charging your worth and owning your rates and stuff. Because like part of my struggle was like getting past the fears. And like, this is something that I'm still working on. I feel like as an entrepreneur, it's like, we're always going to be working on our money mindset, right? Like those things Absolutely. still creep in once in a while. Um, mm -hmm. or maybe more for other people. It depends. But like talking about like getting past those fears, um, with like booking clients and like spending money and like trusting that it'll come back to you. So like, you know, it goes back into what we were saying with like hiring a VA, like, Oh my gosh, like letting that money go, but trusting that that will generate you more money and, and it'll be like better than you thought it would be in the first place. And also like the other thing I know that freaks me out a lot in my money mindset is like, okay, if I charge more, like you said, am I going to book less clients? But then if you, if you push your rates up, then it, you are able to, take on less clients, work less and make more money, which is good because it's healthier for you. You can put more time into the back end of your business and mm -hmm. it's, it's terrifying to get past that hurdle. But if you trust that everything you've done is good and hard work and it's attracting the right people, then it'll happen. And I think that another part of that is like having those clients there that have worked with you. If you are like more, if you're like less beginner, um, like if you're not, if you're in the beginning phases of your business, obviously you might not have that ideal client yet, but once you do, it will change the game. I think, because when yeah. I am feeling like I'm not going to book any other clients because I'm panicking or I'm in like a negative head spiral. Um, then I think back to like, Oh, well, these amazing clients had booked me because they believed in me to bring their vision to life. Um, and I think it yeah. could be really helpful for people to look back at those clients or look, even look at their testimonials or like. I get DMs or, um, DMs or like shout outs on like my other clients, Instagram lives and stuff like that. And like, that's just stuff that like we need to put in a folder and look at when we're having a bad day, you know? <laughs> and you need to look at that stuff like every day. Something I do with my clients is we, t we celebrate every single time I talk to them. Like I am like a military sergeant when it comes to uh, celebration because we don't say enough positive things to ourselves. Like I, I like to challenge every person who's listening right now to think of last positive, like genuinely kind thing you said to yourself about yourself. Like it doesn't happen very often. You probably can't remember, or if you can, it was a really long time ago. Um, and that's part of the problem because selling high end is really just about confidence. Like people, if people believe that you can deliver on the service that you're offering because you believe it, then they're like, okay, that makes sense. And like, right. if you believe that you're, yeah, that, that's really it. It's like really, okay, I get it. Um, and another thing my coach once told me, which is so, so true, is that when you charge higher end, you get um, better clients because you're not dealing with like people who are in scarcity or people who are going to like nickel and dime you for everything or like ask you to do 20 things when they know they shouldn't be doing that. Like you're going to get people who are used to functioning at a higher level and 
like are used to inter interacting with their contractors at a higher level and that's really huge too because you're saving yourself time energy and like misery yes a hundred percent oh my gosh i can't tell you how like changing my rates has like changed the game for me because like my clients like they don't question the money that they're paying me because they know that the value is there and i even had like when i did dreamer sessions back in december i had someone come to me and they're like i want to pay you the full price not the black friday sale price and i'm like what like that's so awesome um <laughs> i love that yeah value your work that's what i'm talking about that's yeah. awesome that's what it's all about and i mean that that ties right back into like showing up in your business and like being active on social and stuff like that because like i'm a huge proponent and i say that say this to my clients all the time especially because a lot of the time we're working with like their social feed and their graphics and stuff and i'm like that's one part of it the other part is you showing up as yourself to make that connection because like there's like people are not going to buy from you if they don't know you, you know what I mean? Like, especially with like buying from people on the internet, like if you have local clients, it's a little bit different, but like, think about going to like a coffee shop and seeing your favorite barista. You like them. You like the experience of the coffee shop. You love the coffee that makes you want to go there more like good people make you want to spend more money in my opinion. Absolutely. No, that's so, so true. And but the huge thing for most people is they're so scared to show up online because they're, they're scared of what other people are going to think. They're scared of failure. They're scared. They just have all these visibility blocks. And what you realize once you actually start showing up is that like people love, love what you're doing. I have yet to get a hater. I have, and I like post pretty controversial stuff. I post about race. I post about, um, women of color. I post about like a lot of things in my work. I don't just post about my business. I post about what's important to me and it's not always like the popular opinion. Um, and people love it. Like people are so hungry. They love people who are real and they just love people showing up. People want to see you online. You're the only person who thinks that no one wants to see you. You're not important. Your message isn't worthwhile. Like the way you say things is incredible to somebody else and they want to hear it. You just have to force yourself to put it, put yourself out there and try it and actually get that feedback. Sometimes it takes a while. You might be like talking to an empty room for like a couple months, but then suddenly one person will comment and be like, that was great. And then every time 10 people are commenting, 20 people are commenting and suddenly like, boom, you gotta, you gotta live, you got like a whole audience that really loves you and wants to hear every word that you have to say, which is cool. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, think about people like throughout history, like celebrities, presidents, I mean, any, anyone name it, like, think if like, they had like, oh my gosh, maybe I shouldn't do this because no one's gonna like me. Like, imagine if somebody like, imagine if Oprah said that and Oprah's like, queen, okay, like, imagine if like Oprah, or like Lady Gaga, or like Beyonce, I don't know why I'm naming singers, but, and actresses, but Anyways, that's what came to mind because they're incredible. But anyways, imagine if they said that. I mean, I'm sure that they did say that to, to themselves, but like they show up unapologetic, unapologetically themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's why people love them. And I think the same extends to entrepreneurship, the same extends to like product and service-based businesses, because if people don't know you, it's going to be hard for them to form that connection with you. Because I just said this the yesterday, I think it was to one of my friends, I was like, spending money is very emotional. And I don't think people realize that, you know, because you, everyone works hard for their money. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't want to let it go. A lot of people are afraid of that. And I think that that's emotional. Like I'm very emotional about money because 
I haven't always had it. So like spending it freaks me out, but I do it because I know the value. And I, if I spend it on things that are valuable to me, my family and my business, et cetera. And I trust the places and the people that I'm spending money with. So. Yes. yes, that's so huge. I love, you know, I know that to be true that people spending money is very emotional, but I think that's so, so huge to bring up because it's like, you have to connect with people, even if you're a product, it's like you have to connect to their soul. And when it comes to showing up and being visible online and just being like, I am a real, even if you're a product, like I'm a product that is made for you. Like I, I feel you, I see you, I want to serve you. I mean, because that's really all to a starting businesses. I think there are very few people who start businesses who don't actually want to serve someone and give to someone. So it's like, if you can't, if you can't get over it for you and for like the sake of you making money, get over it for the sake of you have to show up for the people that you want to serve to find you. And like, they deserve for you to show up every day. Like they need you to be there because they'll never find you otherwise. If you're not there, if you're not showing up, they just can't find you at all. Yes. I could not agree more And that. And like going, like going off of that, I think that it doesn't always mean that you have to show up as like the happy bubbly person, if that's who you are, or maybe, yeah. Like, or if you're like more chill and laid back, it doesn't mean that you have to be like that all the time because people want to see those ebbs and flows because they're real because nobody is happy a hundred percent of the time. And if you are, then I think you're full of shit, but Oh my God, I love that. You said what we were all thinking. No, it's so true though. It's true. Honestly, my unhappy posts, my like unfiltered posts are like some of the hottest posts that I post. Like people eat them up. They love them. They're like so grateful that you're keeping it real. Like you don't have to be, you know, I think there's this like this weird thing that's happening in the like online business space where it's like, you have to be like, bold and like funny and like quirky to be like to show your authentic self um but that's not true like a lot of times like i just write heartfelt letters to the woman that i want to serve or i write i like write about feeling really tired about some of the spaces that i hang out in and i am just super super real and that's what people connect to they just want to know that there's someone else out there that feels the same way that they do that's yep. it it's all, what we all want Absolutely. People just want to feel like they're not alone. I remember I posted, so back when I was launching one of my old courses in November, I posted something. um, If you guys are OG listeners, I posted an Instagram post that said challenges ahead. And in that caption, that was like the most vulnerable caption that I've ever posted. And it was all about my failures in life. And it was like, Mm. you know, like I almost did it. And I think I did a podcast episode about this too, but it was all about like, I almost didn't finish my senior year of college because I couldn't get approved for a loan. And like, um, my mental health was like literally the worst in the past year. And like, I was just really vulnerable about those things because those are a part of me. Those are a part of my business. Like, believe it or not, like those things, like when you own your own business, those things from your normal everyday life feed into that too. And they, they, you know, so it's just crazy. Like, and I, and it was such a popular post and people thanked me for being so vulnerable because I mean, it was terrifying to put that out there. I'm like, Oh gosh, like everyone is really going to know like the shit that I've gone through. And like, it's terrifying. Yeah. Cause it's like, Oh man, what are they going to say? But honestly, like I would never delete that post. I am so like happy that I showed up for the people who follow me and I want to continue to do that. So mm-hmm. 
No, that's huge. I'm so glad that you did that. And, you know, I was thinking about like tying that into like what you said before about spending being emotional. Um, something I've heard a lot from folks who are like really experienced with marketing is that like, especially if you serve women, which I think like honestly, a lot of women typically serve women. Um, what, like buying for us is a lot more emotional. We want to feel, really feel connected. And so it's really so important that you bring yourself to it because like you can't just spout the facts at a woman and expect her to just like throw her card at you. Like she wants to feel connected to you. She wants to feel like you, like you really understand each other and you really get what's, what's going on with her. Um, but something to like, like remember for people, like the way I always tell my clients is like, number one, you don't have to have the perfect message when you show up. Like it doesn't have to be, the, you don't have to have the right words. Like if you just write about what's important to you and what means a lot to you, that's better than nothing. Like just start there, just start writing something and hitting post. Um, and then number two is if you're going to be vulnerable and share your stories, just make sure you like tie it into, uh, tie it into like the, like, this is what I've learned from it. This is where I help people with it now. Like it doesn't even have to be that far, that long ago. Literally I'll write about like, I wrote about once like how I was on a plane and it was the day after I wrote about it, how I was on the plane and I was so bothered by this guy who was asking for like 20 things on the plane. And I was like, how dare this guy ask for all this stuff? And that made me realize like, oh shit, I think that I have to have a really good reason to ask for things. Like that I can't just ask for whatever and hope that someone gets it. And so like I wrote a post the next day about like, okay, I'm committing to asking for more things. What are you committed to? Um, yeah. But it can be something like that. Like you can still be in the middle of it. You can still, it can still be vulnerable and make sure you're not just like barfing your feelings on the internet. Make sure it's like a takeaway because you want to still see, you want people to still see you as an expert that they want to still feel like, okay, she's not just going to like show up on our calls and like cry, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That's so true though. It is. And it's all about, you know, finding that balance, whatever works for you. And sometimes you may post a post that may be a little too much, but you know, it, all, it happens. It happens. It totally happens. I have so many friends. I've done it, I think, too. Like, I have so many friends, though. I just saw a friend's post, like, two days ago, where I was like, ooh, this, like, you were a little too mad here, girl. You were a little too mad. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't change my perception of her, because she's still a freaking incredible IG strategist. Like, maybe you're mad about people buying followers. Well, that post was weird. But, like, I'll forget about it. We also, like, you have to remember, too, that people have really short memories in the online Oh, yeah. So, like, if you have one weird, if you have one weird post, give them, like, two days, and they'll never remember it was you again. Like, yep. They'll be like, oh, is- that's a pretty helpful thing. <laughs> that's so true. Oh, my gosh, the attention span of people nowadays, like, myself included, is just so low. But... That might be a benefit, you know, especially if you're like, if you're freaking out too much in one of your posts, it could, it could work. Uh, (laughs) Oh my gosh, this has been so good. I'm so happy that we did this. I wanted before we, I mean, before we hop off, I wanted to um, talk to you a little bit about what are your thoughts or what are your tips for getting over mindset hurdles and, or like getting in a good mindset for your business? Absolutely. Okay. So there are a few things. So number one, like on a foundational level, look at the way that you are operating and the way that you're taking care of yourself. So like, I'll give you guys an example. Like I'm in the middle of a launch for my mastermind and it feels 
like there are days when I feel really great. There are days when I'm like, the sky is falling. Um, and so something that's really important to me right now is that I do the very foundational stuff that I, that I know works for me. So I'm exercising like really consistently, which I don't always do. Sometimes I just like take walks and call it a like. Yes, same. Um, but like I'm like, actually getting my heart rate up for 20 minutes. I know that really supports me. I've cut out like for me, gluten and dairy, like I love them, but they like mess me up. And so, but right now I'm like, okay, I'm in, I'm a little fragile. Like I need to just like be really pristine with my body. I go, I make sure I get outside I make sure I'm talking to people, like whatever are the things that make you feel really good, make sure like if notice when you're going through like a weird mindset time and just like go back to basics if you have to, like, that's what I always say. Like if you're feeling really low, if things are feeling funky, go back to basics. Like just focus on getting a decent amount of sleep, like eating, eating regularly, like eating at regular intervals and just eating full meals. Like I can't believe I have to say that, but I say that to so many clients, drinking water, like stuff like that is really, really essential to like even just having a decent baseline because if your, your physical body is connected to the way you're thinking. Um, but in general, when it comes to mindset stuff, the hugest thing is being aware of it. It's really just paying attention to like, oh, I'm feeling kind of funky today. What's going on here? Because what I find for most people is that instead of just like actually dealing with it, they try to run and hide and pretend like the problem isn't there. So being really aware of the fact that you have some unhelpful thoughts coming up for you and mark them as unhelpful. Stop choosing to believe that they are helpful thoughts. Um, so just mark them as unhelpful and choose to either divert your thought or think a new, more helpful thought. That's going to make the biggest difference for you. Because what I always say to people, especially for entrepreneurs, is that your mindset is the hugest piece because the way you think impacts the way you act and the way you act impacts the money you make. So if you're sitting around saying no one's going to buy from you, then you're when you get on sales calls with people, you're going to half-ass them because you don't really believe anyone's going to buy from you. And then no one's going to buy from you. Versus like if you think that everyone should buy the program or the product that you have, you're going to be like, everyone needs to buy this product. I'm going to post about it 20 times a day because I don't understand why everyone's not buying this product. And when I get on sales calls, I'm going to sell the I'm going to sell like the living daylights out of this product because it just like, why aren't you buying this? I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. Right? Like that's the, that's the difference is the way that, so like, look at how you're thinking, look at how you're talking to yourself. And if it's perpetuating, uh, if it's perpetuating something that makes you act in like a substandard way and that makes you like not perform at your highest level, think about what would help you and just keep telling yourself that thought and keep like, faking it till you make it. Cause you eventually, if you keep telling yourself a more helpful thought, you will believe it and you'll start to actually see the results that help you believe it as well. Yes. I love that. That makes me think like, I, so like you guys can't see this cause you're listening to this, but I have like all of these sticky notes on my computer screen. And I'm like, those are like those constant things. Like if I get into like a negative mindset or like I have that thought pattern, like I look at those and I'm like, okay, get back on track. Don't like fall into those negative like mindsets. And I love the tip that you gave about um, just going back to basics. I think that that's something a lot of us forget myself included is like eating, bathing, um, sleeping. Like those are the things that we forget to do when we're so caught up in our business and so caught up in like things going wrong or whatever, when like we really just need to take care of ourselves and that will feed our minds so much because no, nothing good happens if you're like, if you haven't slept in a day or two, or you haven't bathed, like there's, it's, there's something liberating about like a good hot shower and a delicious meal, like order yourself takeout if that's what you want, whatever, whatever works to get yourself back in that good mindset again. 
Yeah. And like, I know a lot of people listening because I hear this all the time. are like, well, I don't have time to eat full meals and I don't have time to do all this stuff. Like, and that's okay, fine. You don't have time. But like in the spaces that you're in, like, like if you're going to spend all day in your office, bring something, buy like a bouquet of flowers and like look at them once, like once every hour and like really admire them and enjoy them. Or like, if you can just step outside of your door and like enjoy the sun for like literally one minute or like, wear something soft that you can feel that makes you feel really good and really comfy. Like it doesn't have to be these time take, it doesn't have to be things that take time, but just take little small moments to remember goodness, to remember joy in your day. And that's going to really be a shifter for you and your mindset. And like little things like that will help you just like get the little boost that you need to really knock out your day. Yeah, so true. Oh my gosh. It's all about the little things in life. I mean, even if like, if I'm having a bad day or something, or like I'm having a day where I'm not like 100%, I'll like go to Starbucks and get a latte or like, maybe I'll just like take my dog for a walk. Like it's all about like those small things that bring joy in your life and your everyday life, especially if you're not feeling yourself or you feel like you need a little pick me up, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. I love the idea of like putting on something soft. Like I'm such a huge, like lover of sweaters I'm always in a sweater because they bring me comfort so like throw on something you're super comfy or like try out that new eyeliner you bought last week or something like that like anything that can make your day a little bit better will make all of the difference I think all of the difference and just remember to like ride the good emotions so like don't just put the sweater on and then forget about it like take a second like a couple times a day to be like this sweater feels so good i love this sweater there i've had so many good memories in this sweater and just like think of all the positive things you can associate with that sweater like really ride the emotion and give yourself the gift of like an extended period of really good feeling like that's all it takes is just to remember and to appreciate it and to not and just to appreciate the goodness that you bother to put into your life if you have the latte drink it slowly appreciate this, every sip of it like if you're on the walk take a look at the trees like enjoy how cute your dog is like whatever it is um, just really enjoy it when you're going to do it too yes i could not agree with that more i think that that's so important when it comes to mindset and overall just feeling good um yeah because it is emotional and our emotions contribute to everything <laughs> It it contributes to everything. And when it comes to mindset, like emotions, emotions aren't always a choice because emotions can sometimes be reactionary, but your mindset is always a choice. You are always capable of shifting unhelpful thoughts. You are, it just takes work, but if you're willing to do work, if you're really willing to look at your thoughts and shift and make an effort to shift them every day, you can see such incredible change, like really quickly. Um, So just remember, you're never stuck in your mindset. You always have a choice when it comes to like negative self-talk and things like that. I'm, I'm, and I want to, I want to clarify that by saying like mental health exists. Like that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about like day to day, like just general imposter syndrome, fear of failure, that kind of stuff. Those, those thoughts are our choice and they're stuff that you're capable of shifting for sure. Yes. 100%. It's so like, it's so much easier to think negative thoughts. So put more effort into thinking positive thoughts because it's possible. Yes. It's possible. Yes, all the good things. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for being on my podcast. I'm so happy that you reached out. I'm such a hermit when it comes to like having people on the podcast, but it's something that I want to do more. So I hope to have you on again soon. Uh, And it's been so great connecting with you. Thank you so much for having me, Holly. This has been so awesome. 
Yeah, it has. Make sure you guys go ahead and follow Giselle. I will put all of her information in the bottom bar, whatever you're listening on. You guys can go follow her on Instagram and actually let them know where they can find you and what your ad is and everything. Absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram. I'm at Giselle Allen. You're definitely going to want to check out the spelling because my name is spelled kind of funky. Um, and then you can also find me on Facebook. I have a really rad Facebook group that I do live trainings in every week. I post a lot of content in. It's called um, Boss Bitch Mindset for Women Coaches and Women's with an X. So um, you can find me there. But if you're not a coach, you can definitely still hop in and appreciate the live trainings. Pretty much everything I do is applicable to honestly anyone, but like especially service-based uh, women entrepreneurs. So those are the spaces where you can find me and where I hang out. Yes. Love it. Oh my gosh. Go give her a follow. And I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode and thank you so much for being on and reaching out and taking the initiative. And yeah, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and I hope you have a great rest of your day.